You are listening to the Awaken Natchitoches podcast. Awaken Church is a diverse community of authentic love and hope where you can belong as you change and change as you follow Jesus. So I've mentioned a few times as we've been going through this uh, Dream Big series that, you know, when I was younger, I had a, the big dream of to play in the NFL, to play professional football. And that was like my big dream in, in junior high, high school, and um, into in that time of my life. And, and I was into football. And, and uh, you know, my, my coaches in high school were like, man, uh, you know, Steven's got, uh, he's got something. He's not the fastest, he's, but he's quick. He's he's passionate about football. That's like the thing. And, and uh, it's like, you have a good uh, chance of being scouted by by colleges to actually you know possibly even get a scholarship to play football in college and I was into that you know and I was ready and I was playing in in high school and and everything and and, and people will ask you know what happened like why did you give up on the big dream why what what happened to that and and uh, you know what causes people to give up on big dreams what 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 is it? Here's why I why I gave up on that particular big dream. When I got hurt, right? I got injured, um, and it was such a way that that I really kind of just had a loss of passion to keep going for it. And, and you know, there's some immaturity too. You know, at that age and stage of life, I just you know I, I hit a, a a major roadblock in my big dream to play professional football, and I, there was just the immaturity to not you know, to, to not grow from the happen what happened, but just to kind of stop. And then even, you know, in the process of that, there's like reevaluation that took place. Like reevaluate, what do I really want to do with life? Do I really, do I really want and to, to play football uh, as, as my life? So I kind of lost a passion for it. There was hurt, there was injury, immaturity, and then just to reevaluate things. It's like, well, that's not, that's not the dream anymore. That's what happened. And today, we're kind of wrapping up our series, Dream Big, Stay Grounded. And we're looking at at how sometimes God has to, to move us away from our limited view so that we can see things in a different perspective. Like, remember Abraham in the tent we talked about on week one? Abraham's in the tent, and, and he has to have a gif- different perspective. God has to take him outside of his limited perspective to give him a different view on things. And this is where the big dream comes in. And we've looked at how trusting God, uh, who gives us big dreams keeps us in the right place at the right time even if we feel like this is the wrong place if we're trusting in god in the moment uh the one who gives us the big dreams uh, he keeps us we're, we're in the right place at the right time and then we've also talked about how living the dream will, will mean that you you have a dream so big that you can't do it on your own but you will uh but you, but you will trust god and with god all things are possible that's what living the dream is is living in that faith and today we're wrapping it up and, and i want to hopefully encourage you to never give up never give up on the dream that god has birthed in you and so we're going to look at a story from Genesis, and it's, it's a famous story. If you've been around church at all or vacation Bible school, you've heard the story of Joseph, you know, uh, Joseph in the coat of many colors. And we're going to get into his story today in Genesis 37. Here's a little bit of the backstory from from where we'll start. He's the uh, he's the youngest of eleven brothers. There eventually will be he will eventually have a younger brother, but at this point in the story, he's the youngest of eleven brothers. And um, you know he's his, he's actually his dad's favorite. His dad is Jacob, and, and who will later be on later on will be called name, his name will be changed to Israel. And um, and, and this isn't one of those things. It's like. 
you know, could be, you know, it seems like there's a little favoritism and there's jealousy, but this was like, literally, this is what the story says. He was his dad's favorite. Jacob loved Joseph more than any of his other children. And so this is where he gets the coat of many colors. You know, this this nice, fancy coat that he gets. That his brothers, who were all shepherds, they wouldn't wear a coat like this because this isn't something a, a shepherd would wear. He d- Joseph didn't have to work in the fields with the sheep. And so his brothers hated him. And so this is where we pick up the story on, in Genesis 37, beginning in verse 5. One night Joseph had a dream, and when he told his brothers about it, they hated him more than ever. See, they already hated him. Listen to this dream, he said. We were out in the field trying to bundle, uh, tying up bundles of grain. Suddenly my bundle stood up, and your bundles all gathered around and bowed low before mine. His brothers responded, So you think you'll be our king, do you? Do you actually think you'll reign over us? And they hated him all the more because of his dreams and the way he talked about them. Soon Joseph had another dream, and again he told his brothers about it. Listen, I've had another dream, he said. The sun, moon, and eleven stars bowed low before me. And this time he had a, a he he told the dream to his father, and uh, as well as to his brothers. And, and and his father scolded him. What kind of dream is that? He asked. Will your mother and I and your brothers actually come and bow to the ground before you? But while his brothers were jealous of Joseph, his father wondered what the dreams meant. We'll pause there. We'll pick up and read some more uh, of the story in a minute. But here's our big idea. Never give up on a dream from a God who never gives up on you. Never give up on a dream from a God who never gives up on you. And so uh, we're going to build on that big idea today with a few thoughts. And here's the first thing I want us to really kind of grasp here. Never give up even if it didn't start well. Even if it didn't start well. You have a big dream and you get you kind of get want to get off to a running start and it doesn't start well. Don't give up on that dream. See, Awaken Church. See, we started in our living room here in Natchitoches, Louisiana. And, and we that, you know, it's like we're going we're gonna to have uh, desserts and coffee. And we're going to have some of the best desserts and coffee that we can possibly get. And we're going to share information. And we met, started meeting people and sharing a little bit about, hey, we're, we're starting a new church. We, you know, and and if, they shared, if they showed any kind of interest, we gave them an invitation to come to the living room. And like we had it set for the first night. We had passed out, met, met numerous people in town and and. and we didn't know anybody when we moved here to plant Awaken Church, and now we had made a few connections, met a few people, and handed out information and our and our uh, contact information, and then handed out the date. Like here it is, this Thursday on this time, the best desserts and coffee you can possibly have. And we got information and vision to really talk to share with you. And so our son Chris, he's in the driveway to show people where to park. And on that first night, we were excited, we anticipated the desserts were ready, the coffee was ready, and we were ready and I I was ready to like share the vision and and, and answer questions and no one came absolutely no one it was a little discouraging but we ended up actually using that as an opportunity to bless the teachers at our boys school we took all those desserts (laughs) well we probably ate some of them but we took (laughs) we took the desserts the next day and we brought them to the teacher's lounge at our kids' school just to, to say, hey, here's a gift from, from Awaken Church. It's from the parents of Jericho and Nile. And here's from Awaken Church, a new church, by the way. And here's some information if anybody would like it uh, about our next 
meet and greet time, our next coffee and, and, and dessert time. See, when something doesn't start well, do you give up or you do you try again? See, the journey to Joseph's big dreams didn't start well. His brothers, who, who already hated him, hated him even more. His father was offended. He grounded Joseph for a month, <laughs> probably. A bit later, Joseph is sent to check on his brothers, who are out tending the sheep in the distant fields. And here's what happens in that part of the story. It's in uh, same chapter 37, verse 18. When Joseph's brothers saw him coming, they recognized him in the distance. And as he approached, they made plans to kill him. They made plans to kill his brother. Here comes the dreamer, they said. Come on, let's kill him and throw him into one of those cisterns. A cistern is like a, a well, right? A water well. But we can tell our father a wild animal's eating him. Then we'll see what becomes of his dreams. <laughs> see, Joseph had to have this dream. That had to, It had to be born. Like a dream, dreams are birthed before they're achieved. You can't achieve a dream until it's birthed. So, so even if it doesn't start well, realize it has to start. And, and, and birth, <coughs> birth is a painful process that brings about incredible joy. Typically, that's what, that, that's what birth is. Birth, uh, dreams are birthed before they're achieved, and birth is a painful process that brings about incredible joy. See, Joseph has, this, has big dreams, but he's, he's insecure. He's selfish. If, you're, if your brothers hate you because you're the favorite, you don't go telling them about your big dreams of them worshiping you one day. What do, what, what do they say when they see him coming? Here comes that dreamer. We'll see what becomes of his dreams. <laughs> I mean, that's what I hear. You can be immature and selfish, not ready for that dream to become reality, but God gave you that dream. But for some reason, for some reason, others aren't bored with your dream, aren't on board with your dream. They may be even be mocking you or totally even against your dream. It didn't start well, but don't give up. See, we can be like Joseph and right out of the gate, we can be feeling like our dream is over because we messed up or because someone was offended by our big dreams. So we all know what it's like to mess up, right? Like you may even be thinking there's no possible way God could forgive and use someone that did what I did. You may be thinking that. Like, like I really messed up. Now my dreams didn't start well because, man, I blew it royally. You don't even know what kind of sin I've had. See, this brings us to the good news. The entire reason I do what I do, even though it may not start out well, even though others aren't on board with the big dream, Jesus paid the price for all sin and has already forgiven you. The enemy loves to throw stuff in your way to try and convince you you're not good enough. But even when you're a mess and you want to give up, God doesn't give up on you. See, this brings us back to the question. We've been kind of working through for the past couple of months, actually. How do I know this dream is from God? And it's not that pizza I ate for dinner. How do I know it's not the tacos I had? And, and you know, oh. and how do I know that's God? Even if it didn't start out well, you can have assurance your big dream is from God when, number one, you're listening for God. We've got to keep coming back to this. You can have assurance your big dream is from God when you're listening for God. Like you're making time and space for solitude so that you can hear as God whispers into your life. You can have assurance your big dream is from God when it lines up with Scripture. 
See, if you have a big dream and it doesn't line up with, with the character and nature of God as revealed through Scripture, it's not from God, actually. That's the pizza. <laughs> if you have a big dream and it doesn't line you up where you become more like Jesus, guess what? <laughs> it's the pizza. It's not, the, it's not a big dream from God. And you can have assurance your big dream is from God when godly people close to you affirm it. Now, not every godly pe- person is, is going to be on board with your big dream. But a big part of knowing it's from God is having godly spiritual advisors in your life who you trust to tell you the truth. I am blessed that I have that. I have to seek it out. People, I, you know, I, 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 I give permission to certain specific people who I would say are a spiritual advisor in my life, although I don't really use that term to define them, but that's what, that's what they are, who, that's what they do. And they'll tell, I trust them to tell me the truth. Never give up on a dream, even if it didn't start well. And never give up, even if there's bad days. And maybe it didn't. St- maybe it started out okay, but then along the way, you're like, man, there's so many bad days here. Depending on how you choose to measure things, since we've since we've launched Awakened Church four years ago, we've had good days and we've had bad days. We've had days when everything ran smooth from setup to teardown. Here, this is a very portable church situation, meeting here at this movie theater. And we've had days when when everything that could go wrong did go wrong. We've had days when the theater had over thirty people here. And for us, that that was that was that's been huge when those days happened, worshiping Jesus. You know, uh, uh, this is a 200 seat auditorium. And when you get you you get 20 plus people in there, it starts to feel it starts to feel like a full room. And we've had days when it's just my family and Zach leading us in worship. I mean, we've had those days and we've been wondering on those days like that. Just honestly, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? So we've had days when we left energized and hopeful. The spirit was heavy and people were awakened to the love of Jesus. And we've had days when we went home thinking, well, we did church again today. How do you not give up when the bad days seem to outnumber the good days? Dreams, dreams have, an, have an exciting beginning and a satisfying fulfillment. But in between, it's difficult Okay, your big dreams will have an exciting beginning and there's a satisfying fulfillment when those dreams come to fruition. But in in between, it's difficult. See, and life is full of surprises. That's no that's probably not a surprise to you. (laughs) And guess what? The road to your big dream is full of surprises and surprise. Your bad days may be double of your good days. (laughs) It's just possible that could be the case for you. But I mean, look at Joseph's journey. Good day or bad day? He's sold as a slave. <laughs> That's a bad day. He's a victim of human trafficking. Bad day. Oh, he, he becomes the head of Potiphar's household. Oh, a good day. But then he gets hit on. By, by Potiphar's wife. Well, that, that's a bad day. Now, some of you guys might be thinking, well, yeah, good day. But no, no, no. That's a bad day. Because he refuses to give in to that temptation and and she frames him, sets him up, and accuses him of attempted rape. Bad day. He's arrested. Bad day. He's put in jail. Bad day. But then in jail, he meets these 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 guys, and, and he interprets their dream. He actually interprets a dream for Pharaoh's cupbearer, and, and that dream comes true. And he and this cupbearer, he, he promised Joseph, he says, "I'll remember you, Joseph, when I go back to Pharaoh, the king, and I'll tell him all about you here." But but then the cupbearer forgets about Joseph as soon as he's out of jail. Bad day. But finally, 
The cupbearer remembered and brought a, he, he, he brought uh, a, a Joseph to interpret a dream for Pharaoh that ends up saving thousands of lives and makes Joseph the, actually the governor of Egypt. Good day. But you look at the context, but Joseph had way more bad days than good days. Here's, here's a promise. Here's good news. Romans 8.28 says, We know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose. God doesn't cause every situation, but God wants to use every situation to do something positive. God is at work in all things, even the bad days. So don't give up. And never give up when it takes too long. Never get, never give up when it like takes a long time. Like this is just taking a long time. When I dream about awakened church, and I have, I have those days when I get caught up in comparison and expectations, and I begin to give in to the thinking that, that I thought there would be more people, more ministry, more income, more everything by now. That is, it's, it's taken a really long time. I remember my friend, Pastor Johnny, in Harrison, Arkansas. He pastors a church that's booming with people and facilities and finances. It's not always been that way. In the conversations we've had, I remember them, where he shared with me, like for 11 years, he pastored a handful of people, trusting God to do whatever God wanted to do, even praying, God, send them a pastor that can, that can you know, do, do better. Send them a pastor that can actually lead them. And I remember those conversations, like 11 years, and then it just happened. It just began to happen. See, big dreams take time. And when it's taking a long time, how do you stay encouraged and not give up? Because it can take a long time. For Joseph, it took, like, what, 30 years? We fast forward to Genesis 45, and we find kind of the rest of the story. It says, Joseph could stand it no longer. There were many people in the room. And see, his, his brothers had come to him. His dreams had come true. There had been a famine in the land. Joseph had made, been made governor of all things, a slave, a Hebrew slave, they make governor of Egypt, dispersing food to those who were hungry in this in these years of famine, and the famine had reached Joseph's family, who thought he was dead by now, or you know he's sold as a slave, he's serving as a slave somewhere by now, and his brothers come sent by his his aged father to try and get some food, some help, and his brothers don't recognize him. So this is where we're at. And, and he sends out all of his attendants, out all of you. So he was alone with his brothers and he told him who he was. Then he broke down and he wept and he wept so loudly the Egyptians could hear him outside the door. And word of it quickly carried to Pharaoh's palace. I am Joseph, he said to his brothers. Is my father still alive? But his brothers were speechless, obviously. They were stunned to realize that Joseph was standing there in front of them. Please come closer, he said to them. So they came closer, and he said again, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into slavery in Egypt. But don't be upset, and don't be angry with yourselves for selling me into this place. It was, it was God who sent me here ahead of you to prepare your lives. 
to preserve your lives. This famine that has ravaged the land for two years will last five more years, and there will be neither plowing nor harvesting. God has sent me ahead of you to keep you and your families alive and to preserve many survivors. So it was God who sent me here, not you, and he, and he is the one who made me an advisor to Pharaoh, the manager of his entire palace, and the governor of all Egypt. Now, now hurry back to my father and tell him this is what your son Joseph says. See, they've told their father, they've told Jacob, Joseph was, was eaten by wild animals, and he's dead. And he says, go tell them this is what Joseph says. After like 30 years, God has made me master over all the land of Egypt. So come down to me immediately. You can live here in the region of Goshen where you can be near me and all your children and grandchildren, your flocks and herds and everything you own. I will take care of you there. And there are still five years of famine ahead of us. Otherwise, you and your household and all your animals will will starve. We live in in wanting it all and wanting it now. That's where we live. We want it all and we want it now. But but big dreams happen right on time. And right on time is according to God's timing. And when we trust God's timing when it takes too long, we don't give up. Galatians 6, 9 encourages us, let's not get tired of doing what's good at just the right time. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessings if we don't give up. So, so let me give you three thoughts real quick as we wrap up on how to never give up. Number one, recognize the process. As we used to say, you better recognize. <laughs> recognize the process. Sometimes your dream will have to overcome stuff. As God is in the process of helping us grow, that you know, Joseph went through a difficult process, and so will you. We like comfort, but God is more concerned with your character. We want comfort. We want it to happen now. God is more con- concerned with the character of who you're becoming along the way. So recognize the process. Number two, refuse to let being offended stop you. Just refuse. Refuse to let being offended stop you. Some will try to infect you with misery as if that's their job or it's their spiritual gift. I'm telling you, if you have the spiritual gift of misery, you do not have a spiritual gift. (laughs) Unforgiveness and and bitterness are, are the biggest walls to your dream. Joseph forgives his brothers. It's been like 30 years, and he's, he's like, he's here, he's in Egypt, he's wearing guy liner, and he's on the Egyptian seat of power, and they don't recognize him. You're going to face being offended. Choose not to be offended. Choose not to be offended. You know, it's like me, like, I, I, I'm always surprised I have haters. When I've had people speak against um, me personally, or our awakened church, and the idea of planting a, a new church in Natchitoches, or or the idea of the vision for a multicultural church, and I hear about the the haters. <laughs> uh, it just surprises me. I think I think I'm a pretty nice guy, so so it's it's it surprises me. Refuse to let being offended stop you. And remember, and remember, God is always with you. There is a repeated line throughout the story of Joseph, throughout the Genesis story of Joseph, from Genesis 37 through, through 50, and we find this, this repeated phrase, but the Lord was with Joseph. Joseph went through bad day after bad day after bad day, and all along the way, the refrain is, 
but the Lord was with Joseph. If I was going to write a song about the life of Joseph, that would be the name of it, but the Lord was with Joseph. That would be the chorus. (laughs) But the Lord was with Joseph. In the midst of the struggle and tragedy, God was with Joseph, and God is with you. He gave you his Holy Spirit. He gave you this church family. You're not alone. You're not alone. I can't help but feeling like it right now. Like, Like right now, God just wants someone to hear this. I'm with you. God is, God is wanting you to hear this from Him. God is saying to you, I am with you. Never give up on a dream from God. Because God never gives up on you. Never give up on a dream from a God who never gives up on you. So this week, take some time, at least once this week, to look up at the stars. Because we've been, we've been like started off this whole thing, and we're wrapping up today with this this big dream series. Find some time, make a note, give, set an alarm, to look up at the stars. Spend some time there, with your devices off. Turn the if you like, it's nine so I want to record this, what and post it on my Instagram. Great, do that, and then turn the device off, and just spend some time looking up the stars, and just begin listening. And see what God is trying to show you. Spend some time quietly just looking at the stars and saying, God, what are you trying to show me? What are you trying to say to me? Lord, that is our, that's our prayer in this moment. What are you wanting to show us today for now? Maybe it's for tomorrow or maybe it's for this very moment. So, Lord, help us to know, help us to understand and, and that, we can, that we need to make time to be alone with you. My Lord, as we look up at the stars, we can count, like, start looking at the stars in the sky and start thinking, man, how great are the blessings of God. His blessings are, are, are more than, I can't even count the stars, so I can't count the blessings. <laughs> how could I bring you doubt, God, when you bring me this sky? So, Lord, we have these big dreams we all have a big dream. We have dreams for our lives, for our families, for our kids, for our future. And Lord, we have a dream as Awakened Church. We have a big dream. <laughs> Lord, help us to never give up. Never give up. Because, Lord, we believe you've never given up on us and you never will. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Awaken Natchitoches podcast. It's our hope that you have been encouraged by today's message. Find out more about Awaken Church at awakenla.church or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Awaken Church LA.